Hello, hello, hey, Emmanuel Rodriguez here with uh, with the Worshiping Musician Podcast here. Thank you for tuning in. Hey, we have a lot to cover. Uh, it might be a little long, it may not be, I don't know, we'll see, see what the Lord uh, wants to do. But hey, I just want to tell you, thank you for tuning in. Uh, I don't know if you're in the morning, afternoon, or evening, but thank you. Uh, it's an honor to share with you. Uh, I want to talk to you today about the trumpet. <laughs> of course, I'm a trumpet player myself, but I want to tell you it's an instrument for sure. I'm going to tell you this. For sure, the trumpet is an instrument of power. See, a couple months ago when I got sick, I just know that the Lord is doing something awesome. And he dealt with me. I had a dream when I was in the emergency room that I was playing uh, trumpet. And then I was playing. First, there was not a whole lot of people. And after a few days, it, it, there was more people. Uh, but I was actually playing. And then when I looked at my hand, I saw that there was a silver trumpet. And I've never really been a silver kind of guy. I've had a couple silver trumpets. Uh, and but then the Lord said, get a silver trumpet. And I was like, what do you mean get a silver trumpet? And just basically, just the Lord said, just get a silver trumpet. It's going to be all right. And I said, okay. And a friend of mine texted me and he said, Manuel, your obedience is going to be greater than your sacrifice. And I just kind of like, uh, Lord, I don't want to get a trumpet. I don't have the money. It's pretty crazy. And finally, the Lord said, well, sell the one you got. Sure enough, I put it up and in a few days. The guy that actually made it, Ben, bought it back. And I was like, wow. So I guess the Lord is going to make me uh, get a silver trumpet. And so after a couple of days, uh, I still was short as far as completing the purchase of a silver trumpet. I did my research and everything. And so I was short. So God used my friend Russell and Wayne uh, to sow into the ministry Russell had no idea. He had a job for me to do, and I did it. Um, and then Wayne, just the Lord put in his heart to just sow a significant seed. And I was like, wow, you know, uh, I'm going to get it. The Lord wants me to do this. And so I, I went ahead and did it. And so and then I reached, uh, started to study. And the Lord said, study about the silver trumpet. I knew a few things. And, and then I reached out to my mentor, my friend, uh, Vivian Hibbert, and she sent me some notes that I'm going to read off of and uh, I'm going to put her website under so you could see some of the stuff that she's got. She's got some really good stuff uh, about the anointing, um, uh, the prophetic song, uh, several booklets and books that you can purchase from her uh, that they're real powerful. And I've known Vivian ooh, for years now. And so, but I praise God because I know that God is doing something new. So the silver trumpet, uh, blow the trumpets. Here it talks about here in Numbers uh, chapter 10, verse 8. It says, The blowing of the trumpets uh, seemed to have a been a priestly ministry until David appointed musicians as full-time ministers before the Lord. So even during the years of David's musical expansion, the priests primarily blew the trumpets. Uh, it was only the priests that blew the trumpets. So in Numbers 10, we see... Uh, there's five ministries. This is a note from Vivian of the trumpet. This is this is really really powerful. I knew of two or three, but there were some more that that I was like, okay, I, I got it. I got to share 
from this. And so uh, uh, they're significant uh, to the present day worship team. I want you to see that it's not about so much the trumpet, but it's about the team, the worship team and the people, the priest. Uh, so we have more than just to simply play music or sing or dance. We have a responsibility to serve the priests as they come to worship. Pause there for a second. The priests as they come to worship. So one is to call the congregation in verse 2 in, in Numbers uh, chapter 10. Our first role is to gather God's people for or to his presence. Our lives need to be such that we gather a people to the Lord. Amen. And so not just when the music begins, but we need to point the way to the Lord. We prepare a way for the Lord. So we do this continually. No matter where you're at, continue. We're preparing the way of the Lord. And so we have to understand that as ministers, come on, that we are preparing a way for God to move. Amen. And so uh, number two, to signal the time for moving. Okay. In verse two, it talks about how the worship ministry must be uh, leaders in the body of Christ as the Lord moves his people on in the journey we are taking in him. We must announce the season that the Lord has in us. In every season, see a lot of times we don't want to talk about season because in seasons um, there's changes. And we don't like sometimes to talk about change, unfortunately. But change is good. Listen to me. Change is good because change, what it does is that it allows you to be, it's just like when you're in the fall, like right now we're in the summer, right? We're going into fall. We see the, the trees changing. Everything, trees are falling. Things fall off. Come on. <laughs> things fall off when there's change. And in every season, things fall off to proceed the next season that the Lord has for us. That's a word right there, man. And so anyway, so the Lord wants to do something with that season. And in the next season, we must prepare ourselves through fasting and praying and going after God that there's some things that have to fall off and change for God's purpose, for the next move of God. And so anyway, okay. So that we have to tune our ears. We have to tune our heart. Um, to be after him. You see, excuse me, um, we have to turn our hearts of God's people to him. And we must summon the church to unity. In other words, to I'm not talking about sameness. I like what Ray Hughes says. A lot of times we say, oh, we, we want something different. But we're the same. And it's like we're afraid to create a new song or a new sound because are we afraid of the voice of God and what he's going to do? I don't know. I'm just saying. So we have to understand that God has purpose in us going into unity so that we must have maintained a prophetic alertness in every church in the valley, in the city, in the body of Christ. Come on. 
Okay, so number three, I, I can go on with something like that, but I, I just, man, I just feel the Lord on this. But anyway, to to signal the time and direction of battle. In verse 9 says, the trumpets stood with the leaders of Israel's army and were able to communicate battle strategies. This reminds me, like in the Civil War, you see pictures where in the Civil War that that um, there was a bugler and it, it would announce strategies to move to the right, to move to the left, to go forward, to retreat, you know, and it was significant. They had to know those bugle calls and need to know, at least one guy knew it because then he would pass it on to the, another, to the next guy. I'm saying something there. So uh, uh, listen, and so a lot of times we get afraid to make that call. And the thing is, is that when you're in a battle, in, in, in Corinthians it says, how will they know if the trumpet doesn't sound that there's a battle about to happen? That there's something that 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 needs to be sound, an alert, so that we could move to the next place, to the next direction. And so we were in the desert, and the Lord began to show me that there's an army that is marching. And I, I won't get into much of that because there's something that I, I want to release, but it'll be maybe later on or on, on a podcast. But it, this is just so powerful that there's something powerful about the march and marching forward. You don't march backwards. Oh, <laughs> anyway. So, praise God. All right. So, um, I had to change a little scene, uh, scene here. <laughs> but, you know, and so then the trumpet will sound. I had to get my horn. Uh, we do not, just remember, we do not fight against flesh and blood. But our battle is clear that worship ministers will always be at the forefront of the church's battle in the earth, on the earth. And so um, we got to know strategically where we're at and what the battlefront looks like. Mm -hmm. And so, number four, to prepare for and announce the days of celebration. Come on. So in, in our church, we have a celebration coming up this month, celebrating 30 years. Come on, 30 years, meaning maturity. I'm not going to get too much into that, but it, because at the age of 30, that's when Jesus started his ministry. He was already then physically, mentally, spiritually mature, ready to take on the responsibility for the task. Anyway, I said something there. So, um, so feasting and rejoicing in the presence of the Lord, there is fullness of joy. Come on, fullness of joy in the presence of the Lord. There is no joy greater than the joy that is known in the presence of our God, of our Lord. As worship ministers, we must become the leaders of celebration Come on, in the church and in the world, when the trumpets were blown to announce the times of festivals and celebrations, they were also uh, to remind the people of God's faithfulness, of God's covenant He made with us. 
as we also made a covenant with him. So to accomplish, number four, to accomplish and the sacrifices and offerings in verse uh, 10, in, in Numbers 10, that worship ministers assist the whole congregation, come on, of priests. Remember, we're a royal priesthood. We've been called into what God's called us to be. Um, uh, and they are to bring their lives before the Lord in praise and in worship. Notice that the trumpets were made of silver, which this is uh, represents redemption. Come on. Worship ministers all needs to be saved by the grace of God, not simply by talent, talented uh, musicians or, or talented musically. Not only uh, were the trumpets made of silver, but they were to be beaten and they were also to be hammered uh, into a beautiful musical instrument, a beautiful trumpet. So this, this represents the, con the continual work of God in our lives as he makes us beautiful in his image. You see, now, if, if, in the natural, the silver, if it's put in the fire too long, it breaks. It doesn't become useful. The, 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 but with God, he knows exactly, he knows the exact amount, how much he could put the fire on us. Come on, somebody. And knows how much we can handle. He will not break us. He will not beat us or hammer us down. He is merciful. His mercy endures forever. God's mercy is available to us as we press into and seek after. How does the silversmith know that the silver is ready when he can see his reflection? When the father can see his reflection of his son back to him, he knows then we're ready. So you don't place yourself in the readiness. You allow God to exalt you and lift you up at that point of contact. Contact, I'm sorry. Uh, to be able for God then to begin to use you in a mighty way. So to God be the glory. I praise God that he is using the silver trumpet. And here it is. The silver trumpet. I'm putting it there for you. Come on somebody. <laughs> and so God is doing something big. Something awesome. And we got to be ready in the spirit. And in the natural. In the physical. Mentally. And also spiritually. Now, I say mentally because, you see, when, when we say, oh, well, you know, I'm depressed. Well, then you give power to depression. Come on. You got to give power to the word. When you say, no, you know what? I'm blessed. So when those thoughts start coming in, that you're starting to feel and you think, well, I'm depressed about this or that, my job, my relationship uh, with my kids uh, at work. I said job already. Okay, yeah. At work, uh, at church, uh, with friends. Whatever it is, right, with your social media. And so, you know, God, you know what? God shut me down on social media. Come on, somebody. And so <laughs> I wouldn't even get into all the details, but, you know, you, you could find this, of course, on, 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 on podcasts and, and YouTube and Instagram. But I'm telling you, God is doing something new. God is doing something to prepare us 
into the new, but we got to go through the season. You see, in every season, there's a change. I think I said this earlier. And, and in that change is what we're afraid of. It's almost a bad word sometimes. We don't know how to handle change. Mm -hmm. And so, <clears throat> excuse me. So when the weather's going from summer to fall like it is now, uh, the leaves begin to fall. They begin to dry up. And it's not because they don't have water. It's just that's the season that things start falling off, preparing uh, uh, the season for the fall. So in the natural, there's some things that are going to fall off. And in the spirit, they're going to fall off that for us to be ready for the next season. Are you ready for the next season God has for you? Mm -hmm. are, you are you preparing the way of the Lord? In fasting and prayer and worship through you in you to you to do what God has called you to do so to God be the glory I just want to say thank you for tuning in share it if it blessed you but that's my testimony about the silver trumpet and so hey you know what to God be the glory God is faithful God is good and God is merciful and um, hey you got any questions send the questions in and I uh, just know that God is prepared to do a new thing. We're in a new day. We're on a new day. And His mercy endures forever. Well, God bless you, my friends. We'll talk to you later. In Jesus' mighty name, amen.